Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Okay, so well, you found the sponges for our microphones. That's good. Yes, because before you didn't have them, you were like, "Watch your plosives." Watch your plosives. Which, okay. So, first of all, the sponges are the little black foamy things on top of microphones that you see. And plosives are words that have P and B in it. So, I want to now see how long I can go without using a okay plosive after that one. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing... Mm, is D kind of a plosive as well? It, oh, yeah. T and Ds are plosives, too. D, T, B. That's hard. D, D, T, P, and B are the big ones. Yeah. And then ha, but ha won't really. H, what? Ha. Huh? H sound. That's a plosive. Ha. Huh? And it's not really a plosive because it doesn't, It like, it's it's air. It doesn't make like a b, b, b. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's not makes, as bad, but from yeah. a technical point of view, a plosive is when you hold back air and then let it go. So also, this is what huh. it sounds like without the sponges when oh, we do plosives. Is, this is so, like, this is when it's like, but, 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 It's just a little bit. I have pigs and I have boys it's and I have tails. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is it. Well, this is me with it on. So I would yeah. be like, uh, pork, bacon, today, daddy. Yes. That sounds hot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, P, B, T, D, K. Is that another plosive? I have really, I have really bad plosives when I sing, or actually, what no, in general. What makes them bad? You mean they're like harsh? They're harsh. They're extra, exp- they're plosive. Yeah, I need, I need like crazy pop filters. Okay. Yeah, like I need like a steel pop filter that goes downwards. I can't just use a the regular steel foam ones. Pop filter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the metal ones that go downwards those work the best for me because a lot it's of still those the circle thing oh uh, yeah yeah okay a lot of oh, them I know what you mean. Yeah. a lot of them tend to be like the vibe of them tend to be more like a pantyhose mm-hmm. like pulled tight against like a ring kind like if of you push it it like stretches yeah um but I like the the steel ones that make the airflow go downward man that's this crazy. is very specific very specific but I was just Off curious <laughs> I was just curious how long I could go without using a plosive. If such a thing is possible, <laughs> possible has yeah, two of them. Yeah, fucked it up. It's impossible. That, it, possible is the plosivist word. Yeah, well, I'm so I'm so glad that you found the fucking foam heads. Then, so now I can just talk. Norm- I now I can't. Talk <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's you're, you're too conscious about. Lord Almighty. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so, John. Yes. It's a new week. Oh my gosh! It's a new day. It is. Do you feel any different? I do. Has your life changed? I feel like... <laughs> Something has changed within me? I, f- I feel like I've come home. I feel like I'm golden glitterly. <laughs> also, let's just check the time. All right. Hey, we lasted a whole three minutes without talking about Spider-Man. 
Is well, that what we're talking about? I mean, well, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's Christmas, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it really does feel like it, it does feel like Christmas. And I must say, um, before we get into the Spider-Man of it all, mm. I'm assuming people care. I hope. Yes. If of you course. listen to this show, I'm assuming you give a shit. Um, this this holiday season has been like the least festive for me. It, yeah. It dawned upon me a few days ago that I have not played a single christmas song yeah like i've i've heard them like out in the wild only in hawkeye <laughs> i've heard <laughs> them out in the wild but usually i'm like fucking jamming to christmas songs in late october huh. or like early november i'm that guy like i'm listening to them in the car i'm looking for it i'm, I'm, I'm waiting for when it's going to be okay to start playing christmas songs sure and this year without even noticing it until a few days ago i have just not played a single christmas song like I've, I'm, just, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, yeah. Is just it not feeling it. But, but that said, yep. well, both of us yes. in separate cinemas Indeed. W- watched Spider-Man yesterday. It was a real gift, I and, tell you. And, and while it, it did feel like a little Christmas present, but also like something about, um, and we'll get into major spoilers in a bit, but something about like the last s- scenes of the movie where it was in a ah. Christmas setting... It made it made it feel like Christmas. I feel like that. that it's, I feel that's pretty funny that that's your lasting takeaway. But I, I agree with you. I mean, I can't talk about the other takeaways really. Yes, I know. Not yet. Until Don't worry. We, until we warn the audience, listener, we will put a hard wall when it's time for you to just turn <laughs> off. Because, yeah. but, um, yeah, something about that last scene with the sentimentality of the whole movie built up and like the Christmassy element of it. Yeah. Like, oh man, it feels like Christmas. It was like a Christmas it, explosion a it, little bit. It feels like Christmas finally. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I don't know why, but I've just not been feeling too festive. I suspect it's because, like, I think last year, despite the pandemic of it all, it was like the first Christmas of the pandemic, and yeah. people were just grasping. No, they were like, I will do what it takes yeah. to have Christmas despite the pandemic. Yeah, they were grasping at, like, a sense of normalcy by trying to make Christmas, like, manifest Christmas, essentially. Yep. And I was very much in that camp. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm, doing the same thing, jamming Christmas songs in November. Do what you gotta do. Um, but I think, I don't know, this year I feel a certain uh, despondence of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you feel the same? Is it just me? Bit. No, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Maybe it's because neither of us are, well, you're, you're traveling, but I'm yeah. not traveling anywhere. I mean, the Christmas lights are up, but, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that too, we don't have any decorations up in the apartment. You re- you took down the Christmas tree? Yeah, we took it down in September. <laughs> oh. I mean, at that point. Just keep it, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> once you cross July. Right. You might as well. <laughs> I mean, once you pass, I don't know. Yeah, I guess July would be the time. Yeah, we just, okay, so it started out like last year, if you paid attention. We put it up a Christmas tree. It was great. Then January came along. Then we were lazy. And then February, I was like, oh, we have all these angpals. Let's make it a Christ- Chinese, Chinese tree. New Year tree. And I stand by the tradition. I think it's great. Yeah. Just, I, just build. Like, don't even take down the Christmas decorations. Yes. Just Add layer. Yeah. yeah. Layer the holidays. Well, you make it more red, though, if you kind of adjust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Ne- I, I, so I was planning to commit to it this year and really go for every single holiday. Major one, yeah. Yeah. My major, minor. I'll do a same patch. <laughs> Cheeseburger day. day. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Teacher's day. Just put a bunch of teachers i don't know apples <laughs> sure yeah. yeah keep the doctor away uh yeah yeah i don't know what to talk about if we don't talk about spoilers <laughs> no no see that's the thing <laughs> um i i think with with the spider-man chat that we're gonna get into yes um pretty heavily um it might just be a vortex and i might black out yep um but i think whatever we talk about there there will be spoilers oh yes 
But I think the people that care yes. would have seen it by now. Yes and no. I, I, I think it's pretty hard I, I to think, get tickets. I think, I think the people that care would have seen it by now. The people that haven't uh, 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 won't. Sorry. The people that care. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts are all over the place. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> let, me, let me start again. Yeah, yeah, the people get, get that out. care about Spider-Man would have seen it by now. The people that don't care won't give a shit if we spoil it. Right. And the small subsection of people that care and haven't seen it, just listen to this episode like... Later. After. Save yeah. It. Just save but, it. But save that it. said, rip to my lovely couple of vines in the Philippines who don't get Spider-Man until like the middle of January, apparently. The fuck? I know, right? Isn't that like a crime of some kind? Let me I, just double check. I think when it's... It is. Hey, Siri, when is Spider-Man No Way Home coming out in the Philippines? That feels evil. Is is that is it Duterte's fault? Yeah. Is it, is it Duterte's fault or is it Mickey's fault? I mean, it's good to blame them Somebody. for anything. It's someone's fault. But yeah, that's torturous. That, that's real privilege, you know. That's I feel I feel extremely privileged. We got it like earlier than the U.S. Yeah, Philippines gets it on January eighth. Those poor fuckers. Oh my gosh, poor fuckers. They just can't use the internet. That's the worst part. Or their experience is just gonna be like extremely watered down by the time they watch it. Because okay, if they care, I already knew something was up because a couple of days ago, Marvel or whoever released a quick thirty second video with um. The main kids, like mm-hmm. Tom Holland and Zendaya and... Batalon. Uh, yes, who is... No, I can't spoil that. Um, they they were Filipino? like... Filipino? Yes. <laughs> but the character was confirmed Filipino in Spanish. That's not a spoiler. And I felt very proud. Anyway. Yeah, when, when, when that moment came up, I was like, man, I wish I was watching this with John. He, yeah. he would tell me what this actually meant. It was funnier than what was translated. I'm sure, because okay. she spoke for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, the only one in the audience. <laughs> anyway, um... Spoiler. Um, but yeah, they came out with a video with those three kids. It was like a quick 20-second thing. I didn't even click on it. it. The title was just, Don't Spoil Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh, they're putting out one of these videos? Oh, shit. This is going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. And when, so when we say no spoilers, there's a lot to spoil. There's a, lot in, there's a lot in the marketing of it. Um, I, I believe all of my uh, influencer friends that mm. went for the premiere, mm. I didn't go. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but all my influencer friends that went for the the premiere, like I saw all their posts, and every one of them had the same copy of like "Don't spoil, don't spoil, don't spoil." Yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, it's happening here. Exactly. But so yeah, this, that I guess that means they release it very staggered. Then no, it's ju- it's just that there's a lot to spoil. Oh, I, th- right. I think that's what it is. I mean, but that goes with like so many movies, so many Marvel movies in general. Okay, we can't get. To, yeah, I can't. I feel like we can't have this discussion without talking to spoilers. So let's not do that. No, no, I thought we started spoilers already. Oh, um, let's get hard spoiler no, alert. Yeah, hard like, spoiler. Like we, we've we've established we? that we've established, or I've established in my own head. <laughs> that, oh, that that what you said. That if you care and you haven't seen the movie, just s- s- listen to this okay. episode on a later date. Okay, but I promised a hard wall. So this is it. This spoilers is the hard are wall. coming. Fast. Three, two, one. Spider-Man became Cockroach Man. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. He was fucking flying, and it was gross, and you hit him with a newspaper. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fuck. <laughs> like, it's crazy that we didn't... For, for one, that we didn't chat with each other of like when to watch together. We just like went separately. Yeah. Because I think my thing was, like I got to buy quick. I'll yeah. buy two tickets. Probably, my, I'll probably I'll take my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. I kind of just left it up to fate. 
<laughs> did you watch with your girlfriend? Did you go with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, um, I, I truly did leave it up to fate. I figured someone would eventually ask me. What the fuck? Beca- yeah, Aww. I don't know. I was no, I was just lazy to get tickets for some reason because I heard that they were so difficult. Yeah, yeah, to get. like a BTS concert, dude. Yeah, so and so I just don't like rushing for those things. Um, but but um, happily enough, Suzairi asked me because Suzairi's oh, gonna nice. watch it with Yaza, and then I was gonna ask my partner, and then she was at a shoot, so I asked another friend of mine, and then we went. And it was great. So Cesare happened to get four tickets? No, no, no. Like, like when he was getting tickets, he was like, um, you want to come along? I was ah, like, yeah, gotcha. let's go. Yeah. Where did you end up watching without giving too much away? Cinele- what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> Cinelesia. Giving away your location, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> giving away my location at the time I was watching the movie so they can go back in the past and <laughs> stop I don't know. me. If they start establishing a pattern, if people put pins in the wall of North and Nathan Hartona sightings, <laughs> there's a pattern of some kind. Anyway, oh, you watched it at Cinelesia? I watched it at Cinelesia. Yeah. Um, slight complaint about the sound um there was a specific frequency in this in, in the theater that i was in that was causing the, the, the speaker cones to blow oh that sucks and that frequency and this was hilarious to me at least that frequency was extremely present in benedict cumberbatch's voice so, <laughs> so literally like, every time he spoke ah, every ah, other sound ah, in ah, every other sound in the movie was like the like from the score to the to the foley to the other voices were yep. fine but when when Benedict Cumberbatch spoke, it was like, <laughs> it was Jesus. Like, it wasn't that's exaggeration, right? Of course. But it was the only thing that was causing this cone to just like, dude. And I it think, was driving me insane. I think uh, a lot of theaters have to look at their sound systems in Singapore. It just made me think like. Was his laugh mic broken? <laughs> like I genuinely thought, well, like that was, was Benedict Cumberbatch's I, laugh mic broken, and he I couldn't do notice. ADR because of COVID. <laughs> like it wasn't in my theater anyway. Yeah. But dude, after we left last week when we watched uh, last night in Soho, yeah, I was it was like I was I got a hearing aid. You know, it's like it's like you see grilled through the glasses for the first time. I was like, this sound is so much better than my normal theater. Right. And I went to Spider Man. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't as good as like last night in Soho. This is Lido, is it? Yeah, that we watched it in Lido. Yeah, Lido is great. Sound. I usually go to Golden Village. So when Spider Man tickets went out, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get sh- I'm gonna try to get shot, try to get shot. I couldn't yeah. get it. Fuck it. No. So I just went to my normal theater, which was okay, and it was still a really good experience, and the visuals were good. But yeah, see how. Okay, what was the point of all that? Uh, good movie. <laughs> I, like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> this movie, um, I, I, it reminded me like about it reminded me of what theaters should feel like. Yes. Like this movie would not have been nearly as enjoyable if I watched it streaming at home, nah. even on like a crazy home system, nah. like. It had to be experienced with like-minded strangers. Yes, and I—I I kid you not. Like my theater was popping. My pe- my my yep. theater was like screaming at all the at all the right best bits. Yep. Like you know when the we're spoilers, cheers. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're in super spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. This so, is like a secondary wall. If yeah. for some reason you thought <laughs> I'm gonna like if go you thought past we that were first. kidding. <laughs> Yeah, so from the get-go, like, from the first few minutes when Charlie Cox showed up, yeah. like, everyone was like, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is going to be a good showing. I, when, when, when I saw the, ca- I was like, okay, a little bit of pat on my back. I was the first one to realize it was Daredevil. Thank you in my theater. <laughs> anyway, the, the cane went up. And I, what does that even mean? How did you know you were the I, first to I'll realize? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Were you the because first to go, ha? Huh. When, they, when they showed Charlie Cox's face, the whole thing went, whoa! When they showed his cane, which was like a second before, I went, I involuntarily went, oh! <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the sound I made. Right. <laughs> I kind of figured I the moment. Sounds. I kind of figured the moment Aunt May and Zendaya were like 
get a lawyer. Wait for your lawyer. I was like, they're making too much of a deal about this lawyer. It's going to be something. It was like immediately, though, wasn't it, right? Hmm? It's like, I need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. And then it, oh, no, no, it, it was, was like, like I need, you, you need to get a lawyer. You need to get a lawyer. Then like, it was a good three minutes before Charlie Cox right. showed up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm really good about resting my brain about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but which yeah, is like, good. Um, everything, every beat that you can think of in the movie that was yeah. worthy of like a gasp got fucking yep. screams. And um, at some point... Um, this I'm guessing this younger guy even like, exclaimed. I think it was when Toby showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just exclaimed. I don't know if it was involuntary or not. He was like, "This is the best day of my life." <laughs> 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 and like, I was just thinking about it. I was like, if you were like a teenager watching this movie and just spent the last two years in COVID, like, I, yeah, I could feel like, it. yeah, this this could possibly like feel like the best day of your life. Well, uh, my my girlfriend unironically said it was the best day of her life, but we did other stuff in the daytime. Too, so <laughs> it helped to help with that. So we had a nice lunch. Yeah, she bought my Air Jordans for the first time. It was yeah, great. It, it, it was just like okay, like no matter how you want to slice this pie, this movie was like fan service. The movie, uh, yes, and Metaflex. It, yeah, it was fan service. The movie. But it was kind of like the perfect time for it and the perfect way to do it. So, like, all of those um, factors and elements coming together just made it feel so special, mm. you know? Because, mm. like, after so long of not being able to experience this community um, uh, of nerds enjoying something together um, and experiencing something new together, um, like... I felt a lot of that there yeah, it was a real my experience. In I the don't theater. remember that time I felt that commu- that communal experience with that many people. Endgame. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, because of Wait, COVID the, is the, what I'm saying. Did Last Skywalker come out after or before? Pre-COVID. Oh, I don't know, but it sucked. So. Yeah, then Last Skywalker. Because I remember that movie being like the last time I was in a cinema with like a whole lot of very react- reactionary people. <laughs> <Boo>! <laughs> Because we went for, like, the midnight screening, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. went with, like, hardcore fans, yeah, yeah. and there were people, like, v- vocalizing their disappointment. <laughs> this is Ry- Rise of Skywalker, you said, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. It felt like... It was super fan service Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, but in a good way. <laughs> in, 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 in a great way. It's just I can imagine a more cynical, less Marvel-headed person... Mm-hmm. Going like, oh, it's just fan service. It's just like, oh, it's just that thing. Like, remember that thing. Remember that thing. Yeah, it is kind of that. Well, it wasn't remember <laughs> that thing. It was like, remember that thing. Okay, let's bring it forward. Let's evolve it. Let's make it part of a Spider-Man story. For a long time, and I was like, yes. That was one of my favorite parts about it. Like, I was expecting, I, I was expecting like the the legacy characters to get some play. I wasn't expecting them to get that much play. Yeah. Like, they were full-on characters in the movie. Yep. Like, not... Um, Jamie Foxx had a pretty huge part. <laughs> you could argue that Jamie Foxx was, like, the main villain, almost. I, I, I have... We'll talk about that in a bit, because, like, I found that super interesting. But, yeah, like, um, like you said, they evolved the stories. Like, it yeah. almost makes you want to go back and, like, rewatch those old movies, and it will give you, like, a, a, a different perspective. Go back and watch old movies? Fuck that. Give me Tobey Maguire's <laughs> Spider-Man, the TV show. Yeah, because, Let's like, go, old they, man Spider-Man. They, they humanized 
all of the villains yeah. in a way that some of the previous movies were not able to. Um, I would say the Raimi movies definitely humanized them a bit more. Yeah. Although I would say Willem Dafoe is humanized so much more in this movie. Yeah, yeah. They really like. I've kind of almost forgot the whole duality thing, where it was like, yeah, like very Goblin, Jekyll and the Hyde. Green was inside of, yeah, very yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Um, but out of all yeah. the previous legacy movies, I would say the villain that got the most like depth was Doc Ock. Yeah, he also right? like, came out first. What do you he mean? Had, he had literally the most screen time. Oh, no, no, no. Talking about like in the legacy movies itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in, yeah, Spider-Man 2 was all him, right? Yeah. It was I, cause, cause him like, and someone else? Or was it him and Sandman? Or was it just him? It was Spider-Man just 2. him, I think. Spider-Man 1. Yeah, just it was Goblin, just him. Spider-Man 2. Because Sandman, Venom, and uh, Green Goblin were in the And that was the big complaint about the third one. Yes, okay. Yeah. But out of all the legacy movies, I felt that Doc Ock had the most characterization. Yeah. And the rest of the villains, especially in the Amazing Spider-Man ones, just got the short shrift. But this movie just gave them all this chance to shine in a way that was very like, man, good for them. Yeah. Like it was, it 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 didn't feel cheapened. It didn't feel like they were shitting on the other movies except for Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two. Well, I think <laughs> I, feel, I felt like they shat on that movie a little. Yeah, bit. they were like, "Why was your character design so bad? <laughs> now it's good." Jamie Foxx was like, "Yeah, my teeth closed." Yeah, uh, but in general, I was just like very pleased with how they. Like like you said, evolved the characters yeah. and involved them as well in in a very like story driven way. Yeah, and like despite all that, despite that there were like what six villains or whatever, or maybe I'm just thinking Sinister Stick. But with all those villains, this was still a hundred percent an evolution of Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It was all about him. About mm-hmm. I mean, I feel dumb for not seeing this coming, but Aunt May became the Uncle Ben, and that was great. Yeah, you know what I mean. There, there's no Uncle Ben in Tom Holland's universe, no. is it? No, she's they just a single okay. auntie parent person, right? I guess, or yeah. And then now she died. Which, by the way, I went to pee when she died. Aw. Well, she got hit by the th- by the glider. Yeah. Then they got up, and I'm like, "This is probably going to get time to pee. I think she's probably going to be dead or hospitalized. I'm going to run." And I came back, and she was dying. I'm like, "What exactly did I miss?" You missed. You missed some very good acting from Marissa Tomei because I knew she was gonna die the moment she stood up because of how she was performing that scene. Nice, like you can tell. Like, oh my god! Like, first of all, Marissa Tomei is just like one of the best. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) sorry. She is one of the best actor, like working actresses ever. But she's also hot as hell. She's beautiful. Um, But she performed that scene in a way that I felt I truly f- knew that she was going to die the moment she stood up because like, you can tell with the look in her eyes and the energy that she was giving she wanted to make sure that Peter was okay Wow! and that drove her to like kind of you know that There's mother no that superhuman motherly strength that makes you kind of like kip up and then once she knew that Tom Holland was um, Peter Parker was okay she was like I can die now <laughs> yeah basically and then I missed her saying with the great power comes great responsibility I think she said one extra word or something like that. Okay, but yeah. that's the thing. Did she? Because then uh, well, someone repeated it later, right? To, uh, Tommy McGuire. But did she say with great co- power must also come great responsibility? I think so. Because that's the that's the OG quote that yeah. people always butcher. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, I'll check it out. Um, but oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, 
there's just there's just so many moments. Yep. <laughs> there's just so many moments. Like, okay, I guess I I have to ask. Like, w- do you remember the points in the movie where like you were tearing up, whether it be through like emotional tearing up uh, or just like joy or just fanboy yeah, tears? Yeah, I, I, I think the double portal when they. I like that they just brought in like they didn't waste our time. Like it's time to bring in the other Spider-Man. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Filipino household, yes. So she said, "What my favorite that would made me laugh too." She was like. Uh, I'm always talking about how much I like things clean, but now look, there's dirt there, there's dirt there, there's dirt there. <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. Um, anyway, uh, the, I'm sure there's multiple times. To- my girlfriend was crying multiple times. <laughs> and as much as a sucker I am, I actually didn't tear up at this one. I didn't really get choked up. I was more just like yeah. my childhood joy was coming out. Right. But I did get quite emotional. Weirdly, um, when um, Andrew Gar- Spider-Man 3, Peter 3, saved Zendaya... When he saved MJ from Andrew Garfield, yeah. Oh my God, I think that was like a tearjerker. That of a was moment. that was a hundred percent a tearjerker of a moment. Like I like they didn't give that moment a lot of time to breathe, but Andrew Garfield he acted the fuck he out nailed of it. it. Like I think they only gave that 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 moment like three to four seconds right after it happened of yeah. like a, a beat. He's like, "Are you okay?" And then she's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, but He's Andrew like, yeah, Garfield just was it, just right? like. But they set it up nicely, right? They set it up like talking about yeah. how he lost her and stuff. Yeah. But what was amazing is that I didn't actually see Amazing Spider-Man 2. In fact, three days ago, I tried to rewatch it, and I could not, could not for the life of me get through it. Paul Giamatti is um, yeah, it's a, lot. a struggle. It's, it's a choice. Lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And this whole fucking backstory with, with his Richard Parker spy, I was like, I'm not interested. Yeah, I forgot that happened with the train tokens. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> The fuck is this? <laughs> the train tokens, the underground train. No, that was the first movie. Well, I don't know. I don't remember either tokens. I don't remember anything. But <laughs> do you remember them fighting on a plane and like trying to steal something? I don't know. Yeah. But then they switched to just fucking Andrew Garfield swinging through the city. I'm like, this looks great. Like yeah. the CG looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Corridor Crew talked about how like, oh, his suit actually looked like a suit. Yeah. Um, then the movie got really bad. Like Andrew Garfield's performance in this movie reminded me that those movies were shit, but he was still amazing in them. Like he was really good in them. You know, in this, you know, the Sony leaks from a while back. Part of the Sony leaks was Kevin Feige's notes to the director of Spider Man, the editor or whatever. Uh, he was not a fan of Andrew Garfield's performance. Oh, really? And I, I, I hard to say I disagree with him because there were times where he was just, I was just like, he's too cool. Tone it down. No, right. I'm okay with the coolness. He was just kind of just like he was really like when he got emotional, he got real emotional. Right. <laughs> oh, I gotta let you go. I can't go to college. Well, it was also like one of his first few roles, right? No. No, Andrew Garfield. I guess you would say that about maybe like when he was doing a uh, social network, but by then he was relatively really establishedist. I think so. I wouldn't say established. I'd say just like have a handful of roles. Like yeah, after I guess so. after Amazing Spider-Man, he really got like you know. I feel like he really perfected his craft over that but then time. did he disappear for a while because i don't really remember him doing anything since amazing spider-man that was like 2000 he was in that 14? war movie where he played that guy that didn't want to use guns yeah hacksaw ridge okay that's yeah. the last time i remember him yeah then i don't remember much that's after great that. um he's been in a bunch of things i've seen him around i just can't recall um but i f- i just every i i don't know i felt like a I felt like a teenage girl every time he spoke I was like, nee. this is amazing. They're still not. I, if you go into IMDb for No Way Home, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are still not in the cast. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, but Charlie Cox is. Really? Yeah, Charlie oh, Cox is as, as, as Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Um, but yeah, 
every time Andrew Garfield spoke, that man is just charming. I think I'm gushing, I think so too. I'm gushing a bit too much. But um, I would... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. he, no, no, but but I mean that. All that said, I thought he, all three Peter Parkers like really brought a lot to the table, and there was just enough of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I was expecting from Toby. Honestly, I was expecting I was kind of expecting like an out of shape, balding, kind of like <laughs> jaded Spider Man. Right. He's been Spider Man for twenty five years. That guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like he was just like the bigger brother. Yeah. He. It was almost like he was the Uncle Ben. I didn't get I didn't get that sense. I just felt like yeah, he was the older brother. Like he was just yeah, the more yeah, ex- yeah. like experienced. And there was like this weird subtext of like you can tell that like okay, this is why I say there's a lot of fan service. Mm. There are a lot of things that don't make a lot of sense in the world of the movie, but they make sense in the real world. <laughs> like how Tom Holland was so emotional in his goodbye to Two complete strangers as of 48, 24 hours ago, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and going like, you guys mean so much to me. Oh, my God. Bye-bye. When he is literally going to be erased from the earth in about 30 seconds, and he has this emotional thank you to them. In the context of the movie, it doesn't make the most sense, but in the context of real life, of like Tom Holland growing up with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and oh, now you, passing that I legacy. I read into that, really. Ooh, that, that is so there. When you watch that movie again tonight... In that last, and by the way, watching it again tonight. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> when you when you see that goodbye <laughs> scene, it is a perfect scene for like in real life. Uh-huh. But in the context of the movie, I just couldn't buy it because okay. they've known each other for twenty four hours. Okay, so for me, in it, it's like it's. But like, I guess the me in it. Oh, sorry. What? How I took it? It was just like, okay, technically, yes, he's only known him for twenty four hours, but they're him. So like, there's a. Sp- it's like meeting a twin, I guess, or more, I guess, and then they're with you for the most. It's just literally the worst moment of your life, right? Aunt May yeah. dying is like the worst thing yeah, that happened, yeah, yeah. and they got him through that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that that moment felt a lot more like Tom Holland talking to Toby yeah, yeah, and yeah. Andrew as yeah. opposed to Peter talking to Peter and Peter. Yeah. Um, God, you know when we review movies like this, we suck at it. We're just kind of all over the place. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of our style. Okay, we have no structure, but I don't care because now I just want to talk about Tom Holland's acting with um, Aunt May dying uh-huh. when he was holding her. I thought he fucking like. I thought Tom Holland like couldn't get better than what he what it was like when when he was ho- when he was with Tony Stark dying mm-hmm. or when he was disappearing. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking like the camera is in ECU on his face for like a minute mm-hmm. as he just like says all these dumbass words mm-hmm. on paper. Mm-hmm. But then you see him acting; it totally makes sense. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come back! You're like, I was mm-hmm. like, whoa! Can you just talk to me, please? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh god! That yeah. was a real cheerjerker moment. Yeah, Tom Holland's so good, and like. There's always been these small debates of like who's the best Spider-Man, which really I'm just like I just love them all. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Holland's probably my favorite, but I love them all. Mm-hmm. And to see them side by side by side, and like there's no point comparing. They're all great and they're all different ways, and that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I think that was a very intentional point of the movie. Loved it. It was a very intentional thing of the movie. I'm sad there was no deleted scene of Tobey Maguire doing like evil dances. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> waiting just, for or it. Or just being, you know, him. Just subtle, just like in the back. Yeah, or like, a, or like a strained face, you know, when he's trying to catch the weird Or like his hair syringe. falls. Just like, <laughs> well, his hair is too short to do the fucking yeah. emo hair. But yeah, man. Yeah, him as the big brother um, uh, uh, element of it was great. Like when he was telling Andrew Garfield, like giving him like positive yeah. affirmation of yeah. like, you're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. You're amazing. That's what they called their yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> and in lieu of talking about the dancing stuff, I like that they actually kind of went to town with the organic web thing. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think about breathing. Just do it. Yeah. Does it come out of other places? <laughs> it's fucking funny. It was just like, how, like, 
movies like this just can't really happen that often because this yeah. is 20 years of payoff. This is 20 years of fan service. Honestly, that's the thing that, that's what Marvel brings to the table. I mean, say what you want about oh, everything's this, this, but like yeah. Marvel is bringing to Marvel and Disney, yeah. I guess, are just bringing to pair the powers that we've never seen possible before. Yeah. Multiple franchises over multiple years, multiple styles, all coming together. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, the One of my biggest takeaways about this movie as a whole... Mm. Um, it, it 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 this this talks more about like just movie watching in general. Yeah, I really wish I didn't know anything going into this movie. I really wish that I just that like it was almost like conceptually almost impossible. Yeah, because yes, maybe you can miss a trailer. Um, yes, maybe you can like ignore like posters. like interviews and like YouTube thumbnails or whatever. Yep. But posters, how do you avoid a fucking poster? That's yeah. just all over the theater. Can I just and say- like it's all over like. Um, ads and everything and they at some point put Doc Ock in the poster and Green Goblin and everyone yeah. in the marketing like I know they have to sell the movie and everything but do they? <laughs> can they just be like this movie is so good we're not putting a trailer Spider-Man <laughs> and they're like we're like okay yeah because be cause I would expect like the Blu-ray of this movie to have like all three Spider-Man in the cover and yeah, all that yeah, stuff yeah for sure but um because there's that first layer of the marketing that introduces you to all the villains and everything. But then there's also, like, the other stuff that I feel like an idiot for diving into of all these trailer breakdown videos and yeah, everything. That I, I, I intentionally get out of. Oh, my God. I, I regret all of it because, like, they... If, if you are also a follower of all these videos, listener, you would know that most of the things that were theorized were pretty much spot on yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, from Charlie Cox being in it to them digitally removing the other Spider-Men from the trailer. Oh, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's that one famous shot from the trailers where it's, in the trailer, it's just Tom Holland swinging, which w- in which we found out was the fucking new Statue of Liberty, <laughs> attacking Sandman, Lizard, and Electro. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we found that they digitally removed him. I mean, I didn't delve too much into that, but it made sense to me. But then Jimmy Kimmel yeah. had like the three kid actors plus Benedict Cumberbatch on a show yeah. uh, days before it came out. Yeah. And they were literally like, his question was like, are Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this movie? And then they showed them this trailer, and if you that clip of the trailer. Yeah. And if you look at it closely, you can see the lizard gets punched by yeah. nothing. Yeah. So it's very obvious. Luckily, thank God I fucking missed that. Yeah. But I would be so bummed if someone showed me that. And fucking Jimmel showed it to his millions of viewers like a fucking dick. Yeah. Well, um, also, they were talking about that on the internet for like mm. the last month and a half. Basically, the lizard getting punched. That lizard, they, they spotted so that shit. They spotted it. that shit like within like two hours of the trailer being dropped. And they were like, yep, this is probably them, like a scene of all three Spider-Men fighting all three villains and and uh, they digitally removed But seriously, if it's that hard, if it's, how hard is it to remove this, the two other Spider-Men and not remove that punch? <laughs> That's uh, that I'm gonna put on Marvel and or just whoever. cut the scene earlier. And right at the punch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, I, I, I so so wished I knew like almost nothing going into this mm. movie because there was just so many moments where it's like I had this feeling of of like pure joy. Yeah. But it was also mixed in with like a certain satisfaction that I wished wasn't there. Like this satisfaction of like, oh, this theory was correct, but it's like, oh, I wish I didn't even know about that theory. Yeah. Because this would have just blown my mind. It's like, so hard to do that. I mean, you have to just make a choice, right? To yeah. like not delve into anything, not yeah. talk to anyone. Yeah. Because even you talk to friends, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw this video. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> but I think, I, I think I've, to my honest, I think I've struck a pretty good balance. My, 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 my policy, I mentioned before, is just like, I watched the trailer once. That's it. Was I there, don't watch 
breakdowns. I don't go into the Reddits. I don't go into spoiler threads okay. or anything like that. Then my question to you is, was there anything in this movie that you genuinely didn't see coming? May dying. Okay. Um, a Spider-Man getting his wi- uh, wishing to not be remembered at the end. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Because like that, when I'm thinking, it's like nothing really genuinely surprised me in this movie in a way that is like, if I didn't watch anything, so many things would have. Like my experience of the movie could have been like amplified by the a power of a thousand. Yeah, I guess it's not possible anymore. Yeah, you know? right? It's in this day possible. and age when like, especially if a movie this big. Um, Yo, but yeah, re- but re- going back to that Jimmy Kimmel thing, that was uh-huh. a dick move. My really God. a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, great. Thanks. Like, Spoilers. Yeah, I don't know if it's an angle of like, ooh, nerds, or more like he wanted to know. I don't even know. Anyway, mm. um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, Just yeah. Random shit. Come on, whatever. No, no, no. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, I almost feel like he he wouldn't have said yes to this movie unless, like, he could make his character cooler. Again, <laughs> you know, I like, never watched it, but, like, I, like, was I, f- I feel like he had agency over his own lines, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, he was like, I'm only going to say yes to this movie if I can, like, fix my character. <laughs> So I only got up to the part. I didn't even get to the part of him falling into the vat of electric eels, which they made fun of multiple, <laughs> multiple. Was it really that dumb? It sounds pretty dumb. It was pretty dumb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who has a good origin story, really? Um, Doc Hawk's pretty nice. Um, like which villain has a good origin Spider-Man story? Spider-Man villain particularly. They're all pretty wacky. I guess the vulture, weirdly enough, has a pretty cool. Or- like in, he in didn't, MCU, you know, he yeah. didn't get bit by a vulture or anything. <laughs> 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 he just he was he was like an inventor and he had wings. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. I you know what I, I, one of my big takeaways is, I wonder what they're gonna do with Spider-Man's uh, villains who got like transported back to their old world. Right. It'd be, it's hard to imagine that they would delve into their storylines yeah, or like not use it. them again i guess i don't I, know i doubt it that they would use them again i doubt they're going to use them again because like one thing that really impressed me with this movie um was the de-aging on willem dafoe and alfred molina yes. it was invisible yes or at least i thought it was invisible like there were some wonky vfx um but you know it was they've it, really gotten it down it was more or less ignorable because so many other things were so great but specifically Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina's de-aging was crazy that's crazy and maybe because I haven't seen them recently but with Alfred Molina I was like wow the de-aging so good and then with William Dafoe I was like that's just Willem Dafoe no no so, no he's not that he's not that young looking anymore that's crazy he is not that young looking that's anymore that's incredible they, 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 it's, it's invisible you really cannot tell but maybe it's also because they didn't need to do a lot of de-aging on Willem Dafoe mm. yeah because he doesn't look super different, but they definitely, you know, fixed him up a little bit in post. That's incredible. Yeah, it's scary. We've we've passed that like, we've we've crossed the uncanny valley. Well, I don't think we have completely, but Disney has at least. Has he? I don't mean. I mean, I'm okay. I literally googled Willem Dafoe today, uh-huh. and he. I don't know how new these photos like are. Today, but today, today. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> December. <laughs> um, but anyway. Uh yeah, what a good movie! What a good movie on so many levels. And you know, it could be you. You talk about fan service, and yes, and it was a spectacle, of course. But it was just such a well-told story. Mm-hmm. That old classic comic book thing of make the soup the the Peter Parker's problems and Spider-Man's problems kind of similar, and have them both learn how to you know, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. great. I'm I wish I expanded that more, but I'm not very smart. I'm trying to think, right? 
in all of Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies, is mm-hmm. he the one responsible for everything fucking up? Oh, he's a big fuck-up, isn't he? Um, I know in the second one he was. And in this third one, it's pretty much all his fault. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> so in Vol- Okay, so in the first one, he gets a Spider-Man suit. Vulture is there. Yeah. I, I, I now know. No, in the first one, I don't think he was responsible. But in the second one, he was. Like, in, he, in what way? Like, he gave Mysterio, like, the glasses and everything. And he was super gullible. And he was just, like, not willing to accept any responsibility. Ah, like they say in um, Dark, the first death is the death of naivety. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a bit. <laughs> um, <Can't>, are we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um... um. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a gullible high school kid. I mean, it makes sense. And yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then in this third one, he pretty much, like, it's all his fault. I mean, oh. it's not, you know, he didn't purposely do any of them, but... Like, I also was worried in the trailer when they were, like, when, when Strange was like, oh, don't talk to me. I thought it was going to, like, just fuck up. So when he was like, okay, stop. And that was, he, like, a, that was a cool... I thought it was handled well. Yeah, that was a cool kind of, like... Oh, that was a nice way to make the trailer not give away all of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, they cut the trailer in a deceiving way in in multiple parts and the story unfolds differently so it's constantly fresh you're not yeah. thinking that you know what's going to happen yeah yeah um so good man and like i like how the the movie universe and the disney plus tv series are kind of starting to overlap because kevin feige is in charge of it all thank, now. thank the feige he didn't used to be but now he is i think kevin feige replaces elon musk as the person i would take most likely to take a bullet for um <laughs> but yeah, yeah yeah like how like loki is like such a very important it layers right on top of it right like you see the events uh significant events from spider-man in loki it's basically basically when the, se- the spell happens from the statue of liberty right i suspect we're gonna see events from spider-man in hawkeye did you watch the newest episode yes but i don't love. think the timeline has caught up yet or they're they're pretty close because Hawkeye's Christmas, getting closer Christmas. to Christmas. Spider-Man was also around Christmas. Um, or at least it ended around Christmas. Um, hmm. Oh, I'm not sure what the timeline is anymore. Yeah, all I remember, because I was, it was so interested. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to watch two the premieres of two Marvel things in one day. Yeah, That's never happened before. Hawkeye 5 and, and No Way Home. And the only thing I remember is uh, Yelena. Oh, by the way, Florence Pugh is fantastic and can stay in the Marvel Universe for as long as she's uh, able to. Uh-huh. I love her. I love Yelena so much. Um, she was just like, oh, I want to see the new Statue of Liberty. Yeah. That's the only thing I caught that was like an overlap. There's also the Rogers musical. Oh, I didn't see that in my Spider-Man. Where was it? Um, was it just a poster it or whatever? It was the poster. Okay. Swinging around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Fuck, man. But like, okay, when 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 um when Doctor Strange was casting that last spell. And there's Charlie Cox. And anyway. you could see, yeah, sure. And and Kingpin, <laughs> and you could see people coming through that purple whatever. I could catch the silhouette of Rhino, and I saw a person with a spear. Is that Craven? I don't know. I d- that's the thing. We get it so early, we don't get our fucking internet breakdowns. <laughs> so I'm gonna be looking forward to watching that later tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna hold off before I watch it again because I want to watch it in a quieter theater. Because I missed a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Um, because some scenes were just really like the, it was the some of the dialogue was just spot on, really well written, really funny, and like with a, such a reactionary audience, everyone was just laughing like crazy, and I just missed so much. I had Fair to like read the Chinese subtitles to s- understand what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. That's Spider Man. <laughs> really? We're done talking about it. We're I think. Still, I yeah. think so. Like I don't know. Like. I, I feel very satisfied because I feel like we've been building up to this for a very long time. But I also feel like we can't talk about anything. Like, wh- <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can talk about other stuff, I guess, and people just hear about it later. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I figured like this whole episode will be Spider-Man talk. I mean, how yes. deep can we go, really? It's what else is there to talk oh, about? Oh, so much. But yeah, the fair enough. The sequel to the Insomniac game, I guess. You know, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how exactly does this spell work? So everyone who knew that Peter Parker was... Spe- no, no one has memory of Peter Parker. Is that what it is? I'm trying not to think about that part too much because that's the element of the movie that bothers me the most. No, how I, do you remember Spider-Man? How do you remember Spider-Man without remembering Peter Parker? Do people remember Spider-Man? Yes. So people, remember- yeah, like like at the very at the very end, and at at the very end when um uh Peter Parker is over May's grave, uh first time Tom Holland's at a graveyard, <laughs> in the uh. Spider Man franchise, uh. um and then Happy comes along and Happy's like, how do you know her and he said through Spider Man, that line made me like what, what? so I think what? no one <laughs> no that line just made me like what like so people know that May knows Spider Man. I just or I yeah. guess no no or, or I guess they knew that Spider Man was there when she died. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember. I, I, fuck, I'm gonna watch it again, right? But I think Strange was like, no one's gonna remember Peter Parker. Like it's it's it's, it's as if Peter Parker doesn't exist, didn't exist. I guess okay. For me, it was just like the simplest thing of like, how about like the Daily Bugle reports? Like, can't people just look at the videos from like three days ago? Well, I guess that's all erased. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all it's erased. Magic. Yeah, I just don't think about it too much. It's magic. Don't think about it too much. Th- they're no gonna have knows. to. They're gonna have to clarify it. No, honestly, I'm pretty sure it's airtight. We're just too dumb. <laughs> or they, uh, there was enough time to expand on it, but I think that's it. Because it's like, yeah, because me and my girlfriend were talking about that quite a bit too. So like at the end, so the, d- so does Ned never work with Spider Man ever? Yeah, if they forget it, right? I guess so. Everything happened, but like that's a lot of that's a lot of specifically MJ and 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 Ned, and Ned. Um, specifically those two. Like, there's going to be huge gaps in their memory. I guess that's something they can come back to. I don't know. I just, I'm just... I, that's the only part of the movie that bothered me, that made me, like, what's happening? But I'm just not going to think about it too hard. I'm just going to wait for them to expound on it in future Yeah, I'm sure movies. they will. Because yeah. Yeah, it is kind of annoying. Because it's like... Is it... Is it if, if <laughs> so if it's, like, retconned... I thought it was going to be... A, I, I thought it would have been a lot cleaner if they just erased Spider-Man and Peter Parker completely. Yeah. That would have been much cleaner to understand. But this weird thing of, like, people still remember Spider-Man but not Peter Parker. So to what extent is Spider-Man still in their lives versus Peter Parker not being in their lives? Yeah. Like, and maybe <laughs> we're watching too much dark because maybe I'm trying to get too much into it. But, like... <laughs> so, like, let's put it to bed soon. But, like, okay, let's just... Very simple. The MIT application for MJ and Ned... Went through. It went. They got rejected. <laughs> right? Did the the wish? Did the spell undo them getting rejected? Or um, or did that lady be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna relook at your." I mean, I guess. Yeah, really I guess the theory is that Peter Parker never existed in their lives, so they would always have gotten accepted because they got rejected because of Peter Parker in the first place. Who doesn't exist? I don't know. So who doesn't exist? So because he never existed, they went in because they're no longer controversial figures. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They're pulling from uh, what you call that Spider-Man run called Spider-Man No More. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's same thing. He went to Mephisto. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, as we know, we know from Wonderverse theories, uh, and he wished that no one ever knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So that's different. That was more specific, which led to a whole chain of events stuff. But I, I don't know. But 
to end where you started. <laughs> yeah, that ending sequence with like the Christmas and the snow and like he moving. I love that now Spider Man is in a shitty apartment and he's broke and poor. Like, we, like it's, Toby, it's, it, it's getting back to basics. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Toby and just you're. They kept they threw around the term friendly neighborhood Spider Man for a while. He really now is the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah. No more stark tech. Yeah. No more like expensive stuff. He sewed his own fucking costume. Yeah, the suit was so the nice. blue is very blue. I love it. <laughs> it's very blue. It's shiny. Yeah, it's very shiny. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I'm really excited to see where they go. But apparently, and I don't know whether this is true, but apparently, uh, Tom Holland signed on to do another trilogy bring of Spider Man movies. Bring it. Bring it. Um, but a part of me was almost secretly hoping that they would just make Tom, Ho- specifically Tom Holland Spider Man, just like a background character in the MCU. You know, like I was hoping yeah. for that kind of vibe of like he is now like the 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 Lao Chao. You they, know, like they he's really like out there. They really can't because like Spider Man's too important. Like you say, they really can't. <laughs> oh, I'm becoming Singaporean. What I can't. No, it sounded very British. Really can't. They really can't. <laughs> really can't. Whatever. You're a cunt. Um, <laughs> they, it's hard for them to do that, I feel, because Spider-Man's always been the most interesting, Cash the most cow. relatable. Well, also because he's like closest in age to like the target demographic, right? The Cash cow. teens and mid twenties are going to really relate to him and his journey. It's always the most interesting. What you're doing, what you're talking about, is what I think what they're doing with Thor. Really? They're probably not going to be any more Thor movies. It's oh, after Love and Thunder. Oh, right, right. He's right. kind of going to become like the dude in the background, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I dig that a bit more, like to have these legacy characters once you know the future generation comes in, to just kind of be like background characters almost yes. of like almost like what the Avengers were in Agents of Shield, but in a mm. bigger capacity. Yeah, and like there's I've been watching a couple of things from TV is proving me that's really the way. Honestly, two of them involve Jeremy Renner in weird ways. Like watching him in Mayor of Kingstown, I'm like, this motherfucker is getting really old. <laughs> like <laughs> Hawkeye cannot be this old. I feel right. Uh, and then seeing Hawkeye, and not from not necessarily Jeremy Renner, but seeing the dynamic between uh, Haley Steinfeld and uh, Florence Pugh as uh, Black Widow two and Hawkeye two, respectively, I'm like, this mm-hmm. is great. I can eat this up, and they can play for years as long as they uh, for years to come if they want to. And like that new generation coming through is like it's very viable. I feel. Mm. And I'm excited to see what they do with it. As long as they can keep having cool villains, I think that's kind of like. I mean, the villains are only going to get cooler. Sometimes I feel like they are. They going to run out? Are they going to have to start making unique villains not from the comic books? Yeah, why not? That would be I a lot more so. fun. Then all the theorizing is going to stop. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. sick of it. <laughs> no, but it's, it's weird to think that there will never be Thanos, because you know, like kind of in the comic books, the the villains are not only are they more important, but they also come back and they find other ways to resurrect as much as the heroes. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to see how they do that. But, I mean, they kill off a lot of the villains. There's no Red Skull. There's no Killmonger. Like, the big, big, big villains. They also haven't even touched any of the X-Men universe. Sure. And there's tons there. And they I own it all. Know. So there's there's a... Like, I feel like there is a lot of... There, there's a lot of horse to beat before it dies. Fair. And um, I think by then, superhero movies would have been passe already. And we'll be on to... Uh, I don't know, virtual reality experiences of family drama. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> just, g- I think it's just going to be K-dramas. That's what's going to take over. <laughs> I think, dude, like virtual reality is pushing it. It's, it's, it's getting really... How so? How so? How so? It's getting real cool. Um, I don't know if you've turned on your Oculus in a I while. I really haven't. I got to start <laughs> using that again. But um, Real boxing has taken over. <laughs> but yeah. Um, they've recently started doing these animation projects. Ooh. Um, and I, th- I I don't know if this show is like new or old, but I just happened to catch it like a few nights ago. 
Um, it's something called Nightmara, like Nightmara, uh-huh. um, on Oculus something. You can just watch it on the headset. You don't have to download anything. But it's like an animated uh, TV show, okay. like an animated series, short. That you move around in? That is completely done with the virtual reality perspective. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you can move around in, in the thing. Well, certainly, you can look around. You can and look you can around. Also move around. You can you can if you want to, I guess. Uh-huh. But like, it's just it's hard to explain the presentation because it's so new. Right. It's just it's like a comic strip of sorts almost, and they're all interacting with you as the perspective. And when you see like a frame of it, you can also like 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 dip your head in there and like look around the frame and everything Whoa. it's very very cool um it makes me super excited for like the future of vr storytelling especially because like video on vr is getting quite like you know up there as well with the resolution and everything and the immersion is it nightmare m-e-r-a like m-a-r-a m-a-r-a yeah i'll look into that <coughs> um yeah do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna talk about dark or, or is that too much content talk? <laughs> nah, I think we can talk about dark. I think like <laughs> I finally pulled you in, even <laughs> though it's the fourth week. It's the fourth week in the row that we're talking about this fucking show. I, I think uh, message us on Instagram if this is true, but I think our persistence in talking about it will actually rope people in, and hopefully now they can get a little bit of closure now that I've finally finished it. Yeah, actually, I think we finished on the same day. Weirdly. I caught up close, to you. Yeah. yeah, or I was the day after or something. Yeah, Would, worth it? Would you say? Yeah, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. It takes a lot of legwork. It it takes. That's the thing. It's a show that demands your attention yep. and your respect, yes. and like, um, you really need to devote some time to understanding it. Yeah. But once you do, it's so satisfying. Honestly, you know what? I, I want to get like a. Fr- I want to get Carla Dunariano to watch it and tell me what it's like. Because I feel like if you can actually understand German, I think it'd be such a great experience, even more so. But even this, the translated subtitles were very... Sp- no, like, even if I, they're good, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like it's the, between You're missing the something. sound design yeah. and like just focusing on the image. Yeah. I just wish you could remove the reading it. I don't mind that. I would never do the dub for a show yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dub is horrible. Yeah. Um, None of the voices sound <laughs> great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you know what helped versus something like, say, a Squid Game? I'm guessing, I haven't really researched into it, but just from listening to it, it sounds like the syntax of German is very similar to English. Mm. Like, in other words, like the, you know, subject, verb, action. Like, they come in the right thing, right? Yeah, yeah, In the similar thing. So that made it almost easier to listen to. I'm like, okay, I kind of understood what he said. And by the end, I was like, okay, I can understand, like, you know, 5% of the words. Yeah. What always always got me chuckling every single time was when they would say a year. (laughs) <laughs> like German, German, German. Twenty nine time. It's just funny how they said it. <laughs> it's just so nuts to me that like people did this. Yeah, you know, like it's it's like, such this a came from people's minds. Yeah, and like I've, I've I've yet to quite find out like because I I I I started digging around for like the interview of the writers. Like mm-hmm. how how did they do this? Yeah, and. I can say based on a bit of research and some digging, I still don't know yep. because they have not been very forthcoming with their process. I'm, I'm but telling you, the future them came to the past, <laughs> told them the story, <laughs> they handed them the script, <sighs> and they said, you're going to write this. How do I know? Okay, he's already done it. And, okay, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and it has no origin point. Exactly. <laughs> um, Just like Jonas. Oh, man. Like, it. 
from what I understand, I believe they started off with the pilot concept, mm-hmm. and it just grew from there. So, like, they didn't know that they were going to do all of this that we right. have just watched. Right. But it's just like, how do you even get so... I'm sorry, this must be extremely frustrating for If you've listeners. never seen it, This yes. must be so frustrating for you, so I'm, I, I, we should wrap it up on the dark talk for a bit, um, because... It's, so it's, it's, it's like a negative indiv- feedback. We start doing no individual episodes. Nathan is a thing. We'll do video <laughs> content anyway. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. because like you, you know, you go into like subreddits that have dark, or you talk about guides are dark, and you see all these fucking boxes with text and arrows pointing this way and arrows pointing that way and like fucking looping around and shit. That's what that dude's wall looked like for <laughs> fucking four years. Him and his partner just like all these fucking things. And like yeah. she fucks him and he fucks her, and they go back in time. They fuck again, and like <laughs> not that much fucking in the show. Like, but it's crazy. And um, but it's not just like the fucking. It's what the fucking means. What the fucking means? It's what the fucking means, and like what what it means to the characters, and what it means to us, and what it means to like human existence. Like for the like, you are your own grandchild, stuff like that. Um, what I liked about Dark, if I can get a little bit nerdy with like time travel storytelling, is that I can't think of any other um movie, film, book, anything with time travel that combines both the main ideas of. Let me get these terms right. Alternate realities or like split realities and and predeterminism. Mm. Predeterminism. Yeah. The idea that like sometimes travel movies are like things happen and if you go back in time and do that's the way they always happen. Like Harry Potter, Prisoner Azkaban. Is that right? Predeterminism. Yeah. All the shit that was going to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. And then there's like split realities, which I think they kind of, you could talk about a bunch of other shit where it's like alternate realities like Back to the Future? Is that Bit different, but anyway, the fact like when 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 second uh, what's her name again Martha came in, mm-hmm. I was like oh shit, yeah. I mean for like the hundredth time, I was like oh shit, yeah. but that was the biggest oh shit moment that they're gonna do this, yeah. And and it I can't believe how something that fucking messy can end so neatly. Mm-hmm. Like that was the greatest thing of storytelling ever. Yeah, yeah. Like th- I, I think I mentioned it to you like previous episode when I was two episodes away from the end. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't how, know how. how yeah, yeah, how are you gonna wrap this up? And then they did, and it was so elegant. <laughs> like we need to find the origin. We need to find the origin. There's the origin. Stop the origin. We did it. Okay. Yeah. No, we, no, we longer exist. Yeah. It was beautiful and emotional and wonderful. Did we just spoil all of Dark? <laughs> I thought we were in spoiler territory. I don't understand how spoiler... You were in spoiler territory for Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You, you, you've crossed over to... The, uh, it's fine. It's, okay, it's, if that spoiled your experience of... Like, that could not possibly spoil your experience of You Dark. would have to have so much context. Yeah, you would. Need, you need tons of context. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I will. I guess the only point of talking about Dark is to say that I am also on board and so wholeheartedly ask you to watch Dark. Yeah. It's just crazy that we live in an era where, like, a show like this could fly under the radar. Like, it's, I think, at least in my opinion, it's monumental in its scope and monumental in its achievement in terms of, like, I don't know what you call this, literature in a way, like, media, media, everything. Like, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that it is quite an achievement because Mm -hmm. it melds, like gripping storytelling with like an actual purpose with like true meaning that resonates with your actual yeah. life it's almost like the, you know that that triple symbol that they use it's like a venn diagram of like achievement versus coolness <laughs> versus emotionality it's like perfect like it's just so good yeah like the acting is good the storylines are good the casting is like 
there's no other show I've heard about where people talk about the casting so goddamn much, and rightfully so, and yeah. you would know why once you get to about episode mm-hmm. four or so. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what a good show. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> it slipped. Um, oh, what was I going to say? God damn it. Let's just wait here quietly until it comes back. <laughs> You're going to be here forever. <laughs> um... Or never goodbye. What a weird song. That's a dark theme song. Yeah, no shit. A lot of weird songs in that show. Yeah. All English. Almost all. Anyway, I can't think of it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, um, uh, if it makes you a little bit more excited, the sh- the creators of the show are, they have a new show. 1890? Oh, 1806 nine? or something like that. 19-something? No, that's the Marvel comic book. I can't remember. Something yeah. like that. And Yellowstone has another uh, show coming. That's also <laughs> a year. Thanks a lot. But, like, yeah, they had one very, 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 very teaser trailer of a boat on an open sea, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And just different European languages. Looks I think great, all though. that people care about is that the beginning said from the creators of Dark. Yeah, that's what everyone was. That's what the comments were on YouTube. Like, <laughs> all I needed. <laughs> Dark is a masterpiece. Yep. The only, uh, the only one I recognize is that they got um, uh, The Stranger in. Is that the yeah. only? Yeah. That's the only one from Dark? That's sad. Yeah. I, w- I would bring them all back, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would cause a huge mess. Yeah, but it's also like, I think the point of the show, like they talked about how like Brexit was a big inspiration for the show and how mm. back in the day people used to come together in Europe yeah. and work together despite yeah. being see- seeking different languages or whatever. So it's in other words, the show is like going to feature like eight different languages. Wow. That's what they're saying. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I still can't remember what I was going to say. Ah, it's I'm never coming back. I'm just, yep, it's never coming back. It's, it's gone forever. It's in the ether. Ah. Uh. Or some alternate version of myself has already thought it and said it, and that's why it's gone. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, so what are the rest of your uh, days in the year looking like now that we're winding down in the dark days of Man, December? I got to tell you. Uh, so what is it? A week? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly a week from today I'm supposed to fly. I'm still not sure if I am, though. In the sense of like you, whether you want to or whether yeah, you can. Yeah, whether I want to. Because right. like it, at first I think, oh yeah, I'm definitely flying. And then I'm like, the Omicron news keeps swinging, swinging, swinging. At least I follow it. Singapore has been placed on a watch list by Hong Kong. Uh-huh. Singapore, Malaysia. So you can't travel to Hong Kong anymore. Um, oh God, so sad. My girlfriend was supposed to go to Italy for a business trip and then a little bit of tourism. But now Singapore is banned from entering Italy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, that's crazy considering we have like 10 cases. Which I don't know what's going on, but I'm just like kind of like strapping in, getting ready for shit to go down. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, France. I've been I've been trying my yeah. best to not let that anxiety get to me. Yeah, I know. No, it's not the anxiety. It's just I have travel plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And uh, part of me just wants to cancel it, but like I don't know. I feel like I really want to be there for my girlfriend, and I yeah. I would like to travel, but it's all kind of crazy. So yeah. your your question was, what am I doing for the rest of years? Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying as much as possible. I I forgot if I brought this up on the previous episode or in real life, but um, I've been trying as much as possible to not let the anxiety of going back into life get me. Right. Because um, I know in my, I know that like what my heart and mind wants is that for the world to go back to normal. Sure. But the world cannot get back to normal unless everyone just accepts what normal is. Right. um, In the sense of like, to not feel anxious when you're in big crowds, to not feel like, you know, you're going to die when you're in a room full of people. Right. Like, 
I still get flashes of that every once in a while when I'm in a crowded train or if I'm in a public space. But then I've been trying to tell myself a lot recently of like, if I'm thinking like this, if I'm allowing this to stop my behavior, mm-hmm. the world's never going to go back to normal because yeah. if everyone is thinking like this, there's going to be this constant like tentativeness, yeah. you know, and the world's never going to open up to the in the way that I would like it to. Yeah. Because I would like to have normal gigs again. I would like for clubs to open again and for people to have, you know, just normal life back. But at the same time, like, I am contradicting that by getting, like, really anxious and worked up about, <laughs> you know, being in crowded spaces <laughs> with a lot of people. Like, so, yeah, I'm trying to, like, find a middle ground of that, you know, as opposed to, like, uh, yeah, I think it's just readjusting. It's just readjusting yeah, sure. to, like, the rhythm of life and trying to um, just not be too up in my head about it. I don't know. I keep thinking that... <sighs> Omicron is so crazy because, like, we still don't really know what the fuck it means. The The preliminary stuff we know is that it's very transmissible, but doesn't seem that bad. But then, and then I haven't really researched this much, but does, I'm also thinking, like, fuck, if everyone gets it, does that maximize the chance of it mutating again into something crazy and more scary? And because I play Plague But Inc. you know that's been happening for, like, the last two years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... But but imagine it going that happening five times as much because it's Omicron is five times as transmissible. That's scary. That's I thought, a scary I thought it was like two hundred times or something or like, something crazy. I don't know. <laughs> because there's so much information, I'm just gonna like aggregate yeah. it. What all do you know? You don't listen. To, you don't, yeah, don't listen to any news. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> kind of wish yeah. I never played play game because I'm just like, okay, this is the. The nope. move where you mutate and that really he- helps win the game. I'm still floating in a bit of a fog of ignorance. Sure. Not sure. shy about it. That's just wear it on your shoulder, man. That's just where I am <laughs> in the last two months of twenty twenty one. See, I feel like <laughs> you cannot be truly ignorant if you know that you're ignorant. The truly ignorant feel like they are wise. Fine. I am willfully ignorant about specific things. No, I'm think I'm saying that's great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, what's what's happening for you the rest of this? 2021 um, shit year. I mean, not much different, really. I'm still writing, still trying to like squeeze my brain um, for music. Do it. Um, I'm performing for the New Year's Countdown. Pew, pew, pew. Um, if that means anything to you guys, <laughs> yeah. catch it, I guess. Um, other than that, I'd say it's it's a pretty chill wind down. Yeah, it's just a lot of like creative, like trying to really just. Get as much work done as possible so that I can relax once the new year starts. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Multiple choice question. What was worse? 2020, 2021, or it's just the same? Like, as in it's the same year? It's definitely felt like the same year, but to give a satisfactory answer to your question, I'd say... 2021 has definitely felt a lot worse. Is it because the novelty is gone? Like the whole Christmas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that that the main reason? A lot of it is the novelty of it is just dead. Like it's no longer this like thing that we're all like, hey, it's like like we're going camping in a tornado. You know, at least it's it's different. (laughs) Boy, I wish this tornado would blow her. By the way, 80 people died in a tornado. In the U.S., yeah, that was almost nobody heard about it because the news is just crazy nowadays. Kentucky got fried. That was a bad joke. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That was that was. I swear that was not intentional. The kernel of that idea um, was like Kentucky, wrong. like a whole town. Yeah, was wiped. That's fucking crazy, and like no one heard about it because the news is just intense nowadays. Yeah, 
Um, what, what's fucked is that there was like this one building, one factory where people were like, can we go home, please? And they were like, no, the keep Amazon working. One? There was the Amazon one, but I think this was like specifically like a candle factory or something. And the night shift were like, please, can we leave? And they were like, no, no, no. The warning's gone. Stay. And the whole building got leveled and like dozens of people died. Jeez. That's the saddest one. Saddest story yeah. I came across. Also, working the night shift at a candle factory right. has a certain poetry to it. Yeah, it sounds kind of nice. Yeah. <sighs> Burning the midnight candle. <laughs> but yeah, man, it definitely feels like it's just been one long. It's like it's it was like 2018, 2019, COVID, 2020 blank, 2020X, 2030X. Who knows? Um. Yeah, no, no, nobody really knows. But like, it's, it's there's also no point being all like bleh about it. It's more of just, at least for me, what I'm trying to do is just accept reality as it is yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, and just, you know, in a selfish way, almost like work on my own shit, be good to other people. Yeah. Um, as opposed to trying to fix the world in my mind. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, like yeah, what yeah. is like what. Like, no, what? that's like going <laughs> with the. Flow. I think <laughs> what we should all do is just cut everybody some slack. Yeah. Like we're all going through so much shit. Let's yeah. just not pile it on. Yeah. 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 Assume the best in people. Yeah. Forgive easier. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to get through this. And yeah. then boosters. Have you gotten boosters? I got. The I don't qualify till next month. I got the message to get mine, but to be honest, I'm a little lazy to do it. But I guess I can't. Fuck I is wrong with you? Go get it. Yeah, I sure. But what do you get? You're a Moderna boy, so do you get more Moderna? Because the I government guess. was like, if you got Pfizer, get Moderna. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. You didn't see that? You, you didn't get that message? If you get, if you got Pfizer, get Moderna. Yeah. Oh, so if you have Moderna, get Moderna again. Not necessarily. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering about. Or if but you get Moderna, get Pfizer. In a weird way. Yeah. Or just get more Pfizer. Yeah, walk into any Moderna vaccination and blah, blah, blah. Those fully vaccinated with Pfizer, BioNTech, or Comirnaty, which I've never heard of, are encouraged to take Moderna as their booster for added protection has a slight edge in reducing the risks of COVID-19 infection. Mm. That's dope, though, that in Singapore you can just walk in anywhere. I like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't qualify till next month. <coughs> so give me my two Pfizer, my one Moderna, and my COVID, I assume Delta, and I feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm also getting a little bit like used to every couple of while just being laid out. You know what I mean? Like first dose, kind of tired. Second dose, really out of it. Got COVID, out for five days. Give me a booster. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like it's like coming home. It's like a nice feeling of coming home to the bed, of yeah. not leaving. That's the new normal. Fuck. Just like eating viruses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I... I just want the doors to open again. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking, I'm talking about literal doors. You know how like every mall and building and office and everything only has like one entrance and one exit now. I just want more doors to open. Yeah, nothing it's makes me feel. Right. Yeah, nothing makes me feel more like a herded sheep than yeah. like I'm trying to get out of this door. That's so funny. Yesterday that happened to me. <laughs> me. Me and a couple of friends were having dinner. And then let's let's go to this bar. Okay, let's walk this way through Golden Mile. Yeah, walk, 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 walk. Oh no! Oh that's a, that's, no! Yep. Nope. Walk back, 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 because nope. that door was closed. Yep, that's that's like a nightmare waiting to happen. Suntec City. I nearly did. I talk about Jesus this on the show. Christ, no, but I can imagine how that would be really difficult. Yeah, I don't know if I talked about this in the show, but I nearly tore a door open out of just <laughs> sheer frustration. <laughs> no, what happened there? Um, you know how Suntec City's car park is just like a nightmare hellhole just Not by really, default. But okay, it is. Can imagine it is 
it is. Like it's the only or to what to at least to my knowledge, it's one of the few car parks in Singapore where like um next to almost every pillar they have like a little sheet that you can take to like rem- remind you where you parked because it's just that confusing <laughs> it's confusing it's big uh they 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 demarcate it with colors and animals why can't they just make everything a grid why can't that be a thing i don't know yeah, anyway i don't know um but it, it, it it's notorious for just being confusing and it has so many exits and lobbies and all that stuff i parked at one entered through a certain lobby Went to the convention center. Oh, no. Okay. When I was going back, I took that same lobby, the exact same route, okay. just just to make sure. Because I knew that the current age we're living in is hell for doors. Yeah. <laughs> I took the exact <laughs> same route, took the lift, um, and the door to the lobby was locked. Oh. My car was literally like right in front of the door, and it was oh. just locked. Oh, man. And like, I was just internally screaming because I knew that the only other way to get to that other lobby that I can see with my eyes is to exit the convention center, walk all around Suntech to the, other, uh, to the only entrance that I can, enter the building, take another lift, to, because for some reason the other lifts were like, they didn't go to any of the car park floors. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I spent and, and like I was just really close to tearing this magnetically locked door open, and I was really close to doing it until I was like, "No, there's a camera here. I'm literally gonna walk to my car. They can see my car. They can see. They can. They know. They, they can. I tra- can't get away with this yeah, crime. I can't get away with this. So I yeah. I went into the lift and I just rang the bell like crazy until someone God uh, spoke to me and I was like, "Can you please open this door, sir?" You know what's funny? You know how like a bunch of malls have insert in, have like installed like turnstiles where you have to scan your thing and a fucking gate will open like mm-hmm. you're at the MRT station. Yeah, I've seen places that are like fuck this and they just leave it because oh, it sucks. It's unreliable. <laughs> it's slow. It makes no it sense. It causes a huge bottleneck. A huge bottleneck. And then that's how you get COVID. Yeah. Oh, good point. By being like in this tight little bottleneck thing of like people with their phones out, yes. trying to unlock it with their faces and their masks down. Yes, but my lo- local mall or the mall I go to the most, they finally were just like, fuck it. Now they just leave it open. They put a person there again just <laughs> with a table. Just a disinterested teenager <laughs> just sitting there. I mean, what else are they going to do, really? Yeah. <laughs> They're already going to be just sitting on a chair looking at their phone anyway. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Progress. Yeah. I just want the doors to open. I feel that, man. Hashtag open the doors 2022. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think we hit all the... The, the usual beats. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, feels about right. Uh, Recommendations? I recommend Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go, go watch that No Way Home. Yeah. If you're here for the recommendations and, we, and, and y- for some reason you haven't seen Spider-Man and just listened to this whole episode, sorry. <laughs> um, but go watch Spider-Man. Yeah. You know how Nathan and I were saying it would be interesting if we were like completely unspoiled? What's it like to watch it when you're completely spoiled? <laughs> Report back. What was that like? I was like, oh, yeah, all this talk has convinced me. I was not going to watch No Way Home. But after listening to these two idiots talk about so many things out of context, I'm going to go check it out. And in completely random order. Completely random order. Uh, Some people go chronologically. Some people have, like, chapters. These guys are just like, whatever comes to our brains. (laughs) Fucking idiots. But that's the whole podcast, basically, in a nutshell. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm gonna. You, have, you are. I want to. I want to do it like a little bit later when the crowds are a bit more thinned out, and yeah. also I want to do it in like the fanciest way possible. Like I want to go to like a fancy theater and like kick back and have a blanket and watch this movie. You know, you know, gold class. What you're talking about? Anything. Gold class. Uh, I'll take IMAX. Premier Lounge. 
whatever they're called in all the respective cinemas. Which Indeed. one is like the best one? I have no idea. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure Gold Class. I've only done. Does Shaw have a version though? Right? It's just cafe. yeah, they do. Oh, is it? At Nex, at the Nex uh, Mall in Serangoon. Ew, that's in the heartlands. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. That's why. Why would you consider going there? <laughs> no, you're horrible. You're, you're the one who wants to go to the fucking gross theater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you live there. No, next to Angon's a great mall, and the the theaters there are pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Good save. <laughs> well, it's a kind of a new it one. It is. Right? I, I. It's not that new. It's is at it least not? six years old. I've like at least because I. Oh no, no, definitely older than that. At least eight or nine years old at this point. It's been in there as long as the mall has been there. I watched the Justin Bieber documentary there. Wow. Believe? Never stops. No, that's... That, what is it called? <laughs> never Stop Never Stopping. Um, what was the Justin Bieber documentary called? The first one that Belie- was made. Believe in me. Uh, probably something like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the newest theaters? Yeah. Hmm. Jewel. Must be, right? I really like the Jewel Theater just because like, like you're going to the airport and you get to see pretty things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like Big Fountain. I gotta like say, the appeal of going to Jewel was bigger when it was like one of the only Shake Shacks. But now Shake Shacks are everywhere. Yeah, mine's more of just like it's a cool mall to walk around. Like, it's it's got fun things in sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Thank y'all. you so much, guys. Uh, see you next week. Uh, it's, is that going to be our last episode of the year next week? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, second last penultimate episode yeah. of the year. Cool. Alrighty then. Oh boy. Have a good one. Uh, see you next week. We didn't even talk about Doctor and Strange. And we, we will not. We will not talk about Spider Man or Dark next week anymore. We will or not, will we? We won't go five weeks in a row talking about Dark. <laughs> um, we'll start from the beginning because we know that uh, you still want to listen to the show. And yeah, for those <laughs> for those real dark heads out there, we'll be like, "Oh man, this is a really great show." I uh, started watching. It's called Dark. What? We'll start a spinoff show like Dark Hand. <laughs> Ooh. Problematic title. Ooh, boy. Strange Freddy. Bye, guys. Thanks Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way. What a good sign. What a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.